can learn to be a man Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool to dream sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. All right, welcome back, folks. It's time. The Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, where we call it home. Every Sunday morning live right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network or 24-7, 365 as a recorded podcast on all your favorite uh, podcast platforms. You can go to theoutdoorzone.com to connect there or just punch in the Outdoor Zone into your podcast platform and Pull us up, share us with your friends. Love to hear from you. You can go to the Outdoor Zone Facebook page, post pictures of your favorite uh, dead animals. We like to see your your stuff you killed, caught, cooked, cleaned. Uh, and this segment brought to you by our friends at McBride's Guns. They're our family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, or personal carry, order spe- special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. McBride's Guns, gunsmith on staff, looking for personal carry, referral class, one place, McBride's, youth model rifle or shotgun, McBride's is the place. You find them in the same place they've been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. Call them 472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns are our hometown gun shop. So before the uh, break, I was gonna, I'd mention you'd mentioned the uh, the mount that we have together <laughs> and have for years, and I've told the story before. But when we went to Africa, I don't know, five years ago or whatever, together. Uh, Golly, it we, seems like a long time ago. Yeah, well, it is. Need to go again, I guess. But we uh, we uh, obviously harvested uh, a handful of animals, and we had them. Uh, mounted there in Africa. You can either choose to send them back, have them salted and all that, and send them back, or you can have them mounted there. And it's, you know, probably comes out to be about the same price, but um, it just seemed easier to get those animals back after they've been mounted there uh, with less of an issue maybe of, um, you know, something getting lost and spoiling or something like that. So, we chose to go ahead and get them mounted there and then have them shipped uh, back over here after they were mounted. And it was, uh, we, so I had, uh, you know, the Impala over in, Af- in Africa, in Southern South Africa is kind of the whitetail, I guess, you know, of the area. Like you got to have an Impala. And so we both harvested a, an Impala. Mine was much larger much larger of impala course, of course. Uh, <laughs> but you know but dad's tj's was uh an older much prettier uh it's majestic yes, skin and hide was very pretty dark i mean it was old it had worn down you know uh horns on it i mean it was it was it was an old battle a lot like me warrior yeah it was a lot like an you mine was warrior. young very very large young <laughs> young buck confused and, uh, confused but, young buck yeah but when we get the mound back i said something's not right 
and because he had his skull mounted and I had mine shoulder mounted. And it comes back, it has my hide, which was not as pretty as his hide. The hide on his was really dark and colored and and a pretty hide. It had my hide, which was just a normal pl- kind of plain, but it had his horns on it. Mm-hmm. My hide and his horns. So I had the short horns and the not pretty hide on uh on the impala how much do you think he paid to have that done on the side it's ridiculous he probably said i want my son to have something that reminds him of me yeah so we have a we have a uh an impala that is and that's part of the problem i i guess when you do something you know uh when you have it done over there is that you don't have as much control over what happens you try and make as many nodes and all that i don't know i I, I imagine it was just one of those things, but the beauty, the beautiful thing about it, it's, it's, it is what you were talking about when you have a bunch of mounts, it was, it's just a story. It's just part of the story. It makes that I know, story. And why wouldn't me. you have, I don't understand. Like I am in awe looking at just the mounts that I have and I don't have like a whole house full. I've got some really cool ones, but even the skull mounts, I love looking at the skull mounts. I love looking at the shoulder mounts and remembering those stories. I mean, I do it often, like very often, like, you know, we, you know, and I, I guess I, I went, I went down, I, I went in a little bit hard on that whole thought process because I do, man, I have some that I have some, um, uh, Euro mounts of deer antlers that have, like your first deer tag, your deer, your tag on that, on those antlers or your sisters or your brothers. I think you have my sisters and brothers. Yeah. Still (laughs) on the antlers. And, and I have some, some janky headed, uh, gently janky antler deer that are on my walls that, uh, that you and I killed down in South Texas, you know, just these weird shaped, deer but i mean how how many more do i need i i just think it it gets are you making a, point, a story or are you just killing stuff now well you you're uh-huh. i just don't know <laughs> I, no i just don't know i i don't want to leave a bunch of stuff for somebody to have to deal with so i know i'm putting it's my, a weird thought maybe i I've, i'm putting myself out there for as a big target for Cody, but I'm going to tell him that I've never done a shoulder mount, a full mount, um, on a deer. I don't have any. Well, I, have oh. you, have you killed one that had a story? Oh, well, yeah, absolutely. They have a story, but there's always that, you know, deer bashing around people where they, uh, they don't think it's, you know, just cause it's something to you. It's like they judge it quickly. Oh, that, well, that's not a big, well, that, well, you know, it's not large enough. You think that's large? That's not. That's nothing. You should see the ones up north. You should see blah blah blah. And there was a lot of that going on. I would just do a skull, with, not the skull, but where you cut uh, the antlers off, but you leave the cap, you know, on the antlers so that uh, it shows the nice spread. And I've got and those. you've never found a taxidermist that'll do it for one hundred and fifty bucks <laughs> a shoulder mount. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's it, but it's like deer. you haven't found anybody on your. Have you ever experienced app. that though? Deer shaming. Oh, there's where there's people guys on the neighborhood. There's guys on the neighborhood app that'll do it for you for 150 bucks. You uh, put it out there and say, "Hey, is there anybody in the neighborhood that does?" It'll come back with one eye and stitches and kind of glued on. But what I was thinking about doing, I cat skin I, on I, the back of it. I do save a uh, that skull cap. Um, antler mount or cut and I've saved those over the last like nine years right so I was thinking about putting them on a board where it showed year to year to year to year and worked its way up to the current year and, yeah so and you putting that like on the that, wall I, I think that's cool. cool yeah that's cool and I'd be like okay this is the first year this is second this is what we did here's this here's it look at these dark chocolate horns look at this 11 point i'm gonna call I it 11 years ago uh from my wife's 
grandfather, I inherited a bunch of the antlers. Uh, you know, they, they used to just cut the antlers off. I mean, and it's funny cause there's like <laughs> four points and, you know, spike antlers and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I inherited a bunch of those and because I like making stuff out of them. And one year for like her family, the year I got them, I, I cut up some and did just pieces, you know, just little tiny pieces and, uh, and drilled a hole in them and put a little string around them so people could hang them on their, you know, the family, I handed them all out to the whole family mm. so they could hang them on their tree or whatever as you know, so they didn't have the whole, you know, basket of antlers or whatever, but they could remember my thought was, you know, that that was from their grandfather or whatever, from their father, husband, or, you know, I handed them out to her whole family, little, little pieces of antler well, cut up from, from that box of antlers I had. I that thought is, that was kind of cool. cool. Yeah. I'll take it one step further. And the people where we get the meat processed at the buck stop, they, uh, they have been in the last year donating to us all of the horns that, or I should say antlers. And last time I was there, we had two feed bag sacks full of antlers. And I gave them to our Mackie, our, and he has a ministry where he makes little pocket crosses out of antlers. Yeah. And I asked him yeah, how cool. much. Yeah, Nicole, talk about a memory, and he hands them out to people. Well, he was telling me that those two bags that uh, feed bags would make 4,000 pocket crosses. And so now. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you about a really cool company locally. Well. Is McBride's Guns. You know, with the way society is pounding on our right stone guns. You haven't done McBride's, right? No, no. we did it. We did? Uh-huh. Yeah, so why don't I do an advertisement, oh. you know. At the top of the hour? <laughs> oh. Tell no, us no. about Sun Auto. Right, right. Well, that, but first, that's where we are. first, I want to ask if there's anybody out there that has a bunch of antlers that they want to get rid of, like TJ's talking, move things on. Hey, contact or us here. Or coyote go mounts. To, go to the outdoors. Or firewood. <laughs> or or firewood. worthless firewood. <laughs> it has to be the good stuff, right. Um, then get, give us a, go to the outdoorzone.com and leave us a, leave us a note that you want to donate some antlers to a really good cause. All right? We use them every Tuesday or night. Or some mounts. Or some mounts or some firewood. Or some guns. But a place You just that, said you didn't want to acquire new mounts. Now you want new mounts. Hey, if you want, if you want to, if you've acquired a bunch of problems on your vehicle and you want to go somewhere that'll take care of it, I use our buddies over at Sun Auto Service. You know it can be fine hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. It's a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive Service sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane, Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, or maybe 13 or 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials each week. Just go to sunautoservice.com. I'll tell you the uh, cutting antlers up though. There's there's nothing that will smell the same as cutting antlers up. Is that right? <laughs> uh, yeah. That is a unique smell. It turns into blue, too, when you... Uh... Hey. Stanky. Ugh. It's a weird smell. Peter Report up next. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Bunkhouse 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. 
This is your outdoor zone. We're always shopping from Mother Nature's grocery store. Fresh and delicious meats of every flavor. Venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. Post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, The Outdoor Zone. The Outdoor Zone. Um, Hey, Nile Maxwell Supercenter. This is, man, this is a screamer deal. It's got me thinking about my Ram. Uh, this is the biggest Ram truck month ever with 0% financing for 72 months. Right now during Ram truck month at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Truckloads of 2023s are showing up every day and you can shop the entire lineup of brand new just off the transport Rams, Jeeps, Chryslers, and Dodges with all the options at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. But the best way to see our in new inventory before they're gone is right there at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Again, 0% financing for 72 months is back on the 22 Rams. And uh, you have this month to get yours. Again, that's 13000 or more in finance savings during Ram Truck Month and Jeep Celebration Days at your Ram Jeep Experts in Austin. For the best selection and Nile Maxwell's promise to beat any competitor's price, go see the experts in Central Texas at Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or online anytime at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA report because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. So I told you guys that uh, this summer I'm going to Alaska to spend a couple of weeks in Alaska uh, sharing about uh, telling people about KOZ and speaking at a couple of places, got some meetings. And then I'm spending a week at uh, one of the remote out uh, outfitters there. And uh, we're doing a summer camp for a bunch of boys from Anchorage. They fly them out to this camp for a week and I get to go be a part of it. But this camp is also a stop on the Iditarod uh, race. And uh, they go in there and open the place up, fire up their generators, and it's an official stop for the contestants on the race. And uh, and so I, I'm getting more and more excited and more and more tied in. But I noticed a press release this week that the uh, PETA is uh, – claiming increasing success in convincing sponsors the Iditarod race uh, to drop their support for the com competitor competitors and the event in itself. But top exec executives at the Iditarod say sponsors come and go and the future of the race is not threatened. Thank you. <laughs> He's standing so, up a little bit. Big right? name national sponsors have walked away from the annual Alaska sled dog race in recent uh, years while other local sponsors and a handful of national companies remain as partners PETA claims its protests are largely responsible for the departures and now the organization has more corporations in its sites as it tries to put an end to the Iditarod altogether PETA started our PETA started our campaign against the Iditarod because we learned about the uh, horrific way the animals are treated, said Michelle Senate, PETA's national director. Um, but the Iditarod CEO, Rob Urbach, insists that PETA is peddling old news. There's really no new stories, uh, Urbach said. The, they recycle old stories that have been largely fabricated, grossly, grossly inflammatory, highly inaccurate, you know our culture is one of the of consciousness of dog care, exemplary dog care. We're a community of love and compassion for our dogs. So again, it's just one of those deals where the left, PETA, those guys um, are just regurgitating the same old wore out 
lines that which are so far from true um and and you know the sponsors that have left them those corporations that jumped in behind all these recent last few years the big movements the last few years and you know put their put lo these movement logos on their you know boxes of soap and drinks and whatever all that stuff and you know tried to do this whole inclusion thing it just totally backfired on them in a lot of ways um you know i like i i haven't watched uh i used to like watching professional football i haven't watched a game in years and there's products you know that i just i just don't buy them anymore just because you know i don't need them preaching to me i used to have a a coffee deal on my phone where i i used to go to a coffee shop a national coffee shop all the time and swipe my phone and get points and free and you know it was a big deal it was fun and then they just went over the top for me and i just thought man i you know i i, I might not make air, be able to make every choice a positive choice but i can sure make some well, I, I like that the CEO stood back up against them. Oh, man, because, this is Alaska, baby. Yeah, and I, I told my wife about this, and she kind of laughed, and she went, are you kidding me? Because we watched a show on the race and the dogs in it, and those dogs love, she goes, those dogs love what they're doing. They live for what they do. That running at full speed like that, sleeping in the snow, it's just it makes them feel alive. I heard that uh, that the governor of Texas um, uh, passed a proclamation or a law or something banning uh, wokeism at Texas A and M <laughs> University. I heard that, and I'm just like, go anywhere, you go, but... man, you go. <laughs> well, uh, so proud of him. I don't know about, of course. Of course, my buddies over at, uh, my buddies always give me a hard time about, uh, that college. And, uh, and I just, now I get to laugh like, okay, well you deal with your wokeism and we'll deal with ours. That's hilarious. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like being, uh, I don't know, being a, uh, water skier and, but you know, being against boats or something like if, these these people rely on their dogs and to treat their dogs bad is just not even that's not why would they treat their dogs bad i mean this is what they this is what they rely on right i mean you don't treat if you have a race car you don't put you know bad fuel in your race car so it runs bad you put the best fuel you can you clean the wheels you treat it you know, with every, you know, with, with a, you know, you understand care. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you take care of it beyond when it's your, you know, your baby, you take care of it. Like it's like, it's, you know, your prize joy. Well, and last... for, for PWD to be saying that, that they're, you know, mistreat their dogs. I mean, that's just, they that's just, Peter, Peter kills. PETA Dumb. kills more dogs than the Iditarod ever even could have possibly that had any kind of suffering or death. They kill more dogs that they take in. PETA themselves kill more dogs. Humane Society kill more dogs than PETA ever, ever, or that Iditarod ever even had get hurt or anything. I mean, if you... Um, there are the so many calling the kettle black. Here, here's so. what I'm going to say. There's so many dogs that are been what I heard at the, at the shelter have been returned. People were getting dogs during COVID cause they were staying home, but they were buying a dog. They didn't understand. And they were dogs that needed a lot of exercise or wanted to go out and retrieve things. And they were high energy dogs and, and they, they wouldn't up, keep their mask on and they bring them back. <laughs> and they're bringing them back Dogs and dropping them off saying, off. I just can't handle this. Well, see, that just proves it's part of their DNA. 
And what they long for and what they do and what makes them happy, they strive for that. And those dogs are doing that. I mean, it's in their DNA. I remember. So my my uh, stepdad just des you know for for his whole life he wanted a a husky. And so in his latter years, he got a husky. And my mom and stepdad were not runners, hikers, even not even walkers. Mm-hmm. And they had like a little two, three acre place. And that dog would get out and he'd disappear. He'd just disappear. And they're like, oh my God. And he'd come back because he knows where he got fed. But he was not the kind of dog. You just couldn't keep him pinned up. I mean, he's not that kind of dog. People didn't, he, they didn't understand him. And you're right. People did all kinds of stuff like that. And now, you know, the humane society and all those guys are like reality has come forward in a big way. And, uh, again, but you know, so what, hey, what you'd other... mentioned, you'd mentioned, you gotta be, uh, you're going to be heading to Alaska. And I just, if you get on any fishing boats, um, you've got to be very careful with amputations, broken bones and injuries on fishing boats there in Alaska. If you take a trip on one. So just letting you know, there's a new article. Amputations, out that, uh, any particular, like, yeah, like my a, digits or what? Over a 20 year period, there've been 125 serious injuries, uh, from winches on fishing boats in Alaska. Mm, yeah. I didn't know they let women on boats in Alaska. Oh, you, <laughs> oh, wow. You what a way so to end a segment. In the doghouse. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, you're not going to touch me, chop. Here goes a digit. Uh, 80% of the injuries occurred on vessels fishing for salmon. So huh. I thought that was just There's a lot of gap now, hooks this flying around. This is, is this like John Doe? Uh, no, uh, I'm sure it's a commercial vessel. It's gotta be have the, the winches. Stuff. Yeah. I've never seen any of that happen on the fishing shows. No, no on the, yeah, mm-hmm. but lots of amp- amputations. That's the thing you're they're They're breaking fingers off left and right. Just cutting them off digits. So you meet some guys in Alaska while you're up there and he's got, and they like, don't have like, like got four fingers on one side and yeah, they're missing some digits. You just yeah. say, Hey salmon fishing I'd be like yeah <laughs> speaking of if you're looking to find affordable top they better have Altrua. that's right top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen entrepreneurs and those who are self-employed Altrua healthcare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years i have my family covered by Altrua, and Altrua healthcare they're not insurance However, they offer a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members, each month, you contribute to the membership escrow account. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. That's literally how simple it is. I am blown away with how simple it is to be with Altria Healthshare. I love it. Uh, I'm comfortable in, in covering my family with it. And you can find out how much you can save. By going to myshare.org, Altrua Health Share, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, Armed Citizens Report. You get it only one place. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in my pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. All right, welcome back, Regulators. This is your notice to the antis and terrorists out there, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators, we don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. That's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I want to make sure you too, uh, Cody was talking about being out of town and needing to do some banking, and uh, 
He just picked up the phone and called Keystone Bank and they answered it. Well, that's what they do. Join the bank of choice for awesome community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart, and we, the Bunkhouse guys, love that. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. Cody is in his truck at a truck stop somewhere or some janky motel somewhere, and he's banking right there online with his phone or with his <laughs> laptop. To learn more, you get started with the key, uh, get started with the Keystone account. And visit one of their locations in person. There's eleven thousand five hundred BKs Road in West Austin, five hundred Pressers. Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all the information. Keystone.bank for all the information. And, uh, yep, now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, con- Duggan confronts and detains intruder with a 44 Magnum. On December 8, 2022, in Kershaw County, South Carolina, a man broke into the home of pro wrestling legend Hacksaw Jim Duggan. The 68-year-old Duggan stated that the man, who was unknown to him, had come over the fence, approached the house, and began beating on the glass doors. Before Hacksaw could get to the door, the intruder gained access to the home. You're at the wrong than- door, pal. <laughs> Rather than sorry. grabbing his signature two-by-four, Mr. Duggan Dugan retrieved his 44 caliber pistol. <laughs> it's, it makes me think of that part in Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's fighting all these guys and he finally gets to this giant guy in this crowd and the guy's coming at him and he just goes, oh, to heck with it, pulls his pistol out and just ends it right there. Rather than grabbing his signature two by four, Mr. Duggan Dugan retrieved his 44 caliber pistol and held the man at gunpoint while his wife, Deborah called 9-11. Dugan stated that the man appeared to be scared and believed that the townspeople were coming to kill him. <laughs> the Kershaw County Sheriff's Department responded and took the intruder into custody. Well, that's, that's uh, good for him. He lived Sound like the, that guy that came into his house was not taking a bath with salts, but maybe taking <laughs> bath salts of some sort. Well, can you imagine if you broke into someone's house like that and here's Jim Duggan? He he's a big dude, right? A professional wrestler. You the wrong house. <laughs> I don't know Step how he speaks, slim but gym. every oh, every wrong. wrestler to me speaks like, like listen that. here, brother. <clears throat> That's and right. then he then he takes his hand on the intruder and he locks it over his he does the claw skull and begins to and then runs up to his fence jumps off of his fence and onto the guy <laughs> climbs uh, up on the couch his you wife the wrong yard brother <laughs> his wife I've been brings waiting over for another chance a, to uh, enter the arena of death. and his wife jumps in with a folding chair and yeah. hits him in the back. Yeah. <laughs> That they had stage there. They were just waiting. If somebody ever comes in this house, I'm going to give them a body slam, iron claw. It's kind of a poke. It's really kind of a letdown, actually, that he grabbed a firearm. I mean, come to think of it, 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 obviously he could have taken this guy, right? You think he has a two-by-four in the corner like he used to take into the ring? I know he's got a chair in his living room. Probably got those breakup chairs. Yeah, those kind of. Easy yeah, to break up a ones. bar stool, no, anything. It's just an old metal folding chair. That was the behind best. the door with the two by four. <laughs> <laughs> it's a his and hers defense system. <laughs> no, but it's interesting how this guy uh, didn't shoot and ask questions later. He kind of probably looked at the guy and went, "Man, he's confused." Ninety nine point nine percent of the incidences that are involve a firearm, you don't hear about number one because. 
two, nobody gets shot. But that's true. The situation is solved. Deterrent. Yeah, it was a deterrent in this situation, yeah. like carjackings or something like that. It's a um, mechanism to prevent the issue that could but that was pretty that was that was actually a very let down style story. I let down. I thought it ended yeah. well because, you know, he held him at bay. And uh then there his neighbor comes across uh with a uh, megaphone. <laughs> Jim Dugan saw hacksaw wins again. Heaven <laughs> of the world. Saturday night. Saturday Sunday, night. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Oh man. Ball town village. And they we all have it right here. And they all stepped into a slim jam retreat. At the end, yeah. they all grabbed slim jams. Step into a slim jam. Slim jam. Hey, I would like to see your boat. If I had one, well, I do have one. But if I had a, one and I was a Way, professional wow. fisherman, back up. You have a I you would, have a boat. Backup. You have a boat? I would I would want to be sponsored by Slim Jims. Or yeah. some kind of beef jerky. I mean, come I on. Beef would. steak, beef jerky. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing. Yeah, could, I bet you would. Don't you think? Yeah. Cody, yeah, come, yeah, I mean, come to Bastrop. Yeah, oh, so now, oh, because I have fluid in my lower unit, and Cody doesn't. So yeah. you want me I to pull need, that over there and go fishing? I heard the I crappie. Need to make a quick order. The, well, would you go you crappie older, fishing? As you get older, you, sometimes you do get fluid in your lower unit. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, gotta, my goodness. You got to wear different underwear if you've got that problem. Hey, uh, TJ, so would you fish like crappie and bluegill? Or is it just bass? What? What? What is he talking about? Who does okay. this? Who Cody, is this guy? I will, Don, Beef, I want you to schedule a Zoom call with Cody. Uh, <laughs> it'll take about two hours. It's going to be. And what? what? If I'm going to Bass Drop, are you talking about bass fishing I just go or bass just fishing, fishing for everything? And, and I have a lake here next to me that I know is great bass fishing. It's probably a good time to go. We I actually mean, got a fishing report from Skeeter John. Sent us over a fishing report from yesterday at Fayette. Good bites early morning on rattle traps and crankbaits shallow. Also good bass being caught in the timber on Texas rig Cinco's midday. Scattered but caught some 8 to 12 foot of water on carolina rigs there so you go. and that's from a guy from a guy who's fishing it right now that's right that's yesterday and then uh two day ago report from another buddy on lake somerville that the crappie speaking of uh beefsteak wouldn't know wouldn't know how to catch a crappie if he if oh, it was man. like his life depended on it but uh <clears throat> crappie are, are biting on lake somerville you got to have live scope, man. That's the only way. You got to have live scope. That's the only way to catch a crappie. That's just, you watch them eat your bait. It's pretty cool. Well, I think people caught them for years before that came out. I'm pretty no. sure crappie were a thing. <laughs> nah, it wasn't a thing. Uh, uh, a I thought this was an interesting article that came across. Best ice fishing suits of 2023. Suits? You're supposed to insert uh, crickets there. Suits? Did you say ice fishing <laughs> three, suits? Three guys from Texas and uh, best ice fishing suits. I just had that article sent to me. I thought it was funny. So like we it. talked about uh, ice shanties last week and uh, that it's people are being told to get them off the ice now because it's uh, and the penalties for leaving your shanties out on the ice past the closing dates it's uh it was it was pretty it's pretty interesting well um, i i think it's i i i from what i've heard it's been a tough year to go ice fishing at all anyway like there hey, hadn't been a lot of guys able to ice fish because it hadn't been cold enough and then when it was it you know got warm real quick and and that's, a lot of places yeah and that's what the it weakens the ice when it's hot and cold hot and cold um, I also saw on uh, Craigslist or something like that marketplace that uh, there was a floating cabin and permit for sale down in South Texas. So 
to get a floating cabin that you can use in some of the hot spots out there in South Texas on, uh, on the bays, the, in the, the, like the, in the Gulf, in the bays, yeah. um, you have to have a, they don't make any more permits. So if you can buy a, one of the cabins, the floating cabins and get the permit, it's a big deal. And I saw one for sale and I thought, man, that's interesting. Um, I don't have the time to invest in something like that, but man, you don't see those permits come up very often. Well, and I would be leery of the time frame that you got left on that permit. Like, uh, there's a lake and I'm, Oh my goodness. I don't have the name written down, but there's a lake in, uh, near Dallas in Texas that, uh, the access points, you know, the park was darn it. I don't have the article. I thought I had the article, but the lake was, uh, recently, the access points were recently, uh, sold to a developer and they, they lost use of the park and the access points. And so the lake, the entire lake, uh, is not usable oh, by think, anybody. We talked about that last week. I think we week. talked about yeah. that right? Did you last week. Yeah. yeah. And they're, and they're, uh, there's a, they're trying to do a lawsuit against the park or whatever, against the, the state's trying to do it against the developer who yeah. had leased it to the parks department all those years. Yeah. But the lease is up and it's, yeah. it's over. So. Yeah. Hey, we'll close this whole thing up on the flip side. You get it only one place. It's the outdoor zone and we are live in the bunkhouse. You can catch us 24, seven, 365 at the I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Thank you for being tuned in. Uh, us Bunkhouse boys love having you as a part of the show. You can share us with all your friends at theoutdoorzone.com on all your favorite podcast platforms and uh of course live here on sunday morning seven to nine a.m central yes and it's brought to you by parts view i've got to order some lower unit gear fluid for my boat i've got some issues i've been trying to work through on my boat and uh i drained all the fluid to check it again and realized i didn't have any to fill it back up with so i gotta go to a parts view today partsview.com an online one-stop shop for all your boating needs they have oem yamaha mercury suzuki as well as maricruiser stern drives parts and products over two hundred thousand products from the marine industry's leading brands you can go on they've got a part what they call parts view exchange they've got talks uh podcast platform which I just did a uh, just got an email this week that the podcast I did with them is now up, so you can listen to that on their Parts View Exchange Talks and uh, check all that out through PartsView.com. They pride themselves in great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, and helpful customer services resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Go see our friends. We are first customers before. They uh, were supporters of the Outdoor Zone, partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Something uh, I've been working on and and feel very much led to getting going this year is a a garden. I'm not (laughs) a big, I don't, I don't want to deal with a garden. I've had, you know, the last couple of years, we've kind of, tinkered with it i have a couple little areas <clears throat> excuse me a couple uh i bought some uh steel rings you know metal rings and filled them full of dirt and we put some plants some vegetables in there and it did mediocre you know and when we'd remember to water and stuff like that but this year i'm kind of taking it to the next level we're going to use those rings plus uh yesterday i started and i have almost completed the uh four foot by 12 foot long raised bed built out of steel uh now i gotta figure out how to fill it 
and that was something we were talking about what to fill it with but Cody uh, are you going to put some kind of fence deer fence around there cuz man I This had, is right This is right near the house. I don't think it matters that much. You're going to get I don't have that many deer that come up to the house. These deer are so scared around here. I hadn't seen a deer in 3 months. They're scared at my house. So <laughs> Yeah, I got enough distractions in a four-year-old that, I mean, if it becomes an issue, I'll put something up around it, but uh, it so far hadn't been an issue. The rabbits have been the biggest issue, the rabbits, so I may need to put something. But a raised bed will fix that problem. The raised bed. Insert little lead tablets into your rabbits. It's all an experiment, you know, trying to see, but I want to put a... uh, uh, I want to put a good garden together, like a a, a legit garden where we're so what growing. So, what are the what are the five things that you would grow that would be most of interest to you? I don't know. I mean, I think, you said okay, one yesterday. So, I'm going to tell you oh. what I think. I mean, what one of the things that is so it's interesting to grow potatoes. One big row of potatoes, you'd be amazed at what you get out of that. Yeah, boring. You're not. A, it's not boring. It's not boring I'm, at all, I'm man. Thinking, Okra. I'm thinking green beans because they grow up. You can make a little fence thing, and they'll grow on that. Green beans. I'm thinking tomatoes, yeah, jalapenos, and I liked what you said yesterday, uh, cucumbers. Yeah, you do pickles and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, cucumbers seems like a great idea. The the thing you say all the time is jalapenos, but think about like if you have a how bushel many of jalapenos, how many can you eat? We still like, have a jar in the refrigerator from uh, yeah <laughs> that are like I, can only I eat, eat them. I eat them pretty regularly though. Yeah, but like a, I mean, I eat you, chili patines. I would, you know what? What I'd really like to do is figure you just out eat how them. to eat them. You're you're like my father in law. You both just eat them just like for show. You both eat them for show. Like Only you when want to people be able to say, are over. Hey, I'm going to eat this jalapeno. Hey, so let me just not say that this really right now. craving what a jalapeno. Today is March 5th, 2023, <laughs> and I will predict the future. Here it is. As Cody goes from into his 50s and into his 60s, he will eat jalapenos or chili patines or something just because his father-in-law and his father did it before him. And when asked why, he'll just say, because it's what you do or something like that. So the real test is, do you eat them when nobody else is around? I see the future. That's that's the real test. you don't just eat. That's the deal. They always order like, and I get extra jalapenos with that. No, see, I don't do that. I don't do that. Do they kind of go like this? Can I get jalapenos on the side? Can I get no, some jalapenos? Yes, if, you do. If, no, I don't. If I get a whole jalapeno, like uh, with my fajitas, or if I get a whole jalapeno from the grocery store, I'll eat that. But the ones in the jar or in cans, I don't like them. So a, yeah. fr- a friend of mine uh, up in Fort Worth taught me a really cool, you order, you get fried chicken, and you order, get a jalapeno, <laughs> and you bite the end off like a grenade, and then you dribble all of the inside of the juice and everything that's in the jalapeno all over the fried chicken. Oh, man. It's perfect. I'm getting texts from my father-in-law. Apparently, he's listening. Uh-oh. Uh, here we go. <laughs> I, I do that. I do that uh, kind of the – this is why beefsteak, you're – you know, three times larger than I am because you do jalapenos and fried chicken, which I do the same thing with uh, banana peppers on a salad. I love to bite open a banana <laughs> pepper Ooh. and drizzle the banana pepper juice on the salad. Man, just like the just all these like those ra- penny loafers, <laughs> just like those rabbits outside. Yeah, you could join them. <laughs> I may do banana peppers and learn how to. Oh, we That's do a have a mutual idea. friend. I grew up uh, with my. The babysitter that would, I guess, kid sitter or the burrs. Yeah, yeah. someone to, going to their legally house. stay home with you. Yeah. And they would, uh, Tina Burr would make banana peppers and can them. And I'm telling you, like, I'd never had them as a kid. And I, I think I ate a jar full every time I went over there. 
it seemed like i remember those well, banana that, peppers that, i need to get that good, little that's yeah. a good that's a that's a pepper option right there that grows up and plentiful yeah and probably easy to do and you can jar them you know jar or do something with them they don't yeah. just sit there and spoil on your counter well there that's a great resource for you you could call them and say hey i need that recipe man they're they're pretty good gardeners i've been, I've been feeding fiending for those banana peppers since i was a kid give me that recipe <sighs> I don't know if you can grow it, but sweet corn is an amazing thing to pick right Where off. Where are you growing potatoes and sweet corn? <laughs> in your fighting. Your... Up there in Illinois, see? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're going to plow the old backyard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, Jeez. potatoes are really cool. You've got to, you dig them out. It's like amazing. It's, it's like Yeah, but here's the treasure. deal. We tried to do carrots last year, which is probably fell to the rabbits, but we did not. I mean, we didn't get one carrot. You didn't water them then. No, we you didn't. Do a but we also didn't get one something. carrot. So well, you got to get low water items yeah. too. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to put mine over next I'm... to our well house where we can pick up. Uh, we're going to get water from the well house gutters, and we're going to use that as part of the watering. I got a whole plan. All right. Well, me too. Beefsteak, what's your quote? Hey, man, I've been thinking about thinking about uh, change lately, and uh, one thing came up. Self-doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. Okay, well, that's interesting. Uh, two or, <laughs> this Think week's Bible it. verse comes from Matthew 18, 20, and this is for all of us here in the bunkhouse this morning. For where... Two or three are gathered in my name. I'm there with them. Live it, love it, learn it. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right. Hey, folks, we want to encourage you this week. Get the kids off the couch. Show them the park. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the outdoor zone. We're headed to church. We want to encourage you. Find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere, guys. Lead your family. Uh, take them to church and then go take them to lunch. If you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church or get a boy mentored in the outdoors, check out Kids Outdoor Zone. Kids Outdoor Zone. We can help you with that. You can also donate land vehicles money to the program, fully tax deductible. Help us with no kid left inside. Donate at kidsoutdoorzone.com. You can also come to our big event April 28th at Kalahari in Round Rock, Texas. Want to get more information on the big gala? and uh, be a part of it sponsor a table will come have a seat or just donate to it go to kidsoutdoorzone.com and click on the gala banner love to have you as a part of that it started here in austin texas and now it's in 26 states over 1200 boys a month getting mentored in the outdoors and that's because of you and your support so join us in the battle for no kid left inside all right from cody ryan beefsteak uh, all of our ranch hands and myself, TJ Graney, want to say God bless and regulators, let's mount up. And a country boy can survive.